Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Fire Talk Radio, teaching the unfiltered Word of God with the anointing of His Spirit with subjects on eternity and the choices we make that determine our eternal destiny. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Fire Talk Radio. I'm so glad you joined me tonight. Whatever part of the world you're listening to me from, I'm really, really glad that you're here. And uh, for those, uh, my, by the way, uh, my name is Deborah. Deborah Lacewell, and it's a pleasure to have you, as I just said a moment ago. <laughs> but I just want to let you know that I have been doing, if you've just tuned in for the first time, I have been doing a series, and it's been, it's actually based on the 12 pillars of faith. And I'm doing, I'm doing that series, and each month is a different a different subject. So sometimes it's prayer, sometimes it's family, sometimes it's treasure, whatever the case may be, it's always different. But it lasts for a month. It's a month, uh, once a week, month teaching. So, but, um, and tonight, I have, I have started a, I have actually started a, the subject is my treasure. And by the way, this is what my pastor, the Lord gave my, the, the Holy Ghost gave this to my pastor, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. And he has been, uh, well, the, when he taught this, God gave him a whole year's worth of, worth of subjects to do. So he gave him all kinds of topics as I was saying, but, let me go, and I can. I'm gonna actually find them, the topics for you. If you if you like these this topic, uh, I mean the the series. If you like these teachings, you can actually teach them yourself, or just even study up on them. You just go to you go to revival.com that's spelled r like robert e as in echo v as in victor i as in india v as in victor a as in apple l as in love.com revival.com you sh- you go to that webpage you go all the way scroll all the way down to the bottom and you'll see soul winning tools you click on all soul winning tools and pretty much almost at the very bottom, there's a whole bunch of different soul winning tools. It's awesome in many different languages. 
And you go almost to the very bottom past where it says the the bulletins, theclaybee.com. You know what I'm talking about when you get there. And it says Bible study materials. This month I'm on the treasure, my treasure. And then after this month, so in April, I'm going to be doing my father. And then in and then I'm going to be doing my comforter, my roadmap, my absolutes, my prayer life, my crowns, my Jesus. Because I've already done all of the other ones, which are my heart, my mission, my worship, my family. So I've done four of them, and now I'm on the fifth one here. So I have quite a quite a few to go there. I have two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven and a half, really, if you want to think about it. So, but uh, so that's why. So you're more than welcome to go to revival.com. You can download any of these resources for soul winning. For free, absolutely free, and and go out and change the world and and populate heaven. So, how, how do they say plunder hell and populate heaven? So, you're more than welcome to download any of those. I'm going to go to a song, and then I'm going to come back to this and uh, teach from the Word of God. As I was saying, I have uh, these were these. These were given, these teachings were given to my pastor, and apparently, as I said, I didn't do these necessarily, and I'm I'm not doing them necessarily at the same month that he did them. So when this this teaching came about, I believe it was actually the day of Pentecost for, that they were celebrating. And that's when the teaching came about because Easter had already passed because I already did one of that on, I believe it was on my worship maybe. Um, so, but so tonight his teaching is about the Pentecost, about the day of Pentecost. Talks about that. One of my favorite favorite things. So, I will be right back with you in a few moments.
adore you, Lord. Let your spirit reign upon us. Let your mercy overflow as we hover bow before your throne. Let your Let your spirit reign upon us. Let your mercy overflow. As we humbly bow before your throne, let your presence fill this place. Lord, let your presence fill this place. I will long to seek your. Probably 
this this teaching was probably given actually on the day of Pentecost because uh, Resurrection Sunday had already taken place, and so this was actually done May eleventh, two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. So, what about Pentecost? What's in a name? Some say that Pentecost means fifty. Technically, they are correct. But to every spirit-filled child of God, it means vastly more than a mere technical definition. There are words in our language that mean more to us than mere technicalities. For instance, the word sterling stands for a certain quality in silverware. When we buy sterling silver, we know that we are obtaining a certain definite standard of silverware. We are assured of its genuineness. We know it will stand the test of time. We know it has value. We also know that there are cheap imitations on the market. And if we are looking for quality, we know enough to let such spurious articles alone. Pentecost. What does it mean? It represents a pattern, a standard. It signifies in its spiritual significance an empowered church. It represents a spirit-filled experience. It stands for revival fires. It holds within its inner meaning a burden for the lost, conviction for sin, repentance, and faith toward God. The early church walked in the light of Pentecostal fires, and these were the results that followed. Not only was the gospel preached uncompromisingly, but also signs and wonders accompanied the preaching of the word. Pentecost meant something more than a name to the early church. A spirit-endued power aroused opposition from unbelievers. Persecution not only meant glory and shouting and great joy, it meant also being despised by the world, hated, stoned, imprisonments, and many other trials. Pentecost, what does it mean today? From a scriptural standpoint, it means as much as it ever did. It is a proven fact that those who are truly Pentecostal, with a Pentecostal message and a Pentecostal experience, backed up with a Pentecostal life of holiness, will have Pentecostal results in Pentecostal meetings in a Pentecostal way. Instead of putting the soft pedal on Pentecost, let us magnify the work of the Lord as manifested in Pentecostal power and glory. Pentecost has meant something wonderful to us. It is. It has meant the mightiest revival the world has ever seen 
since the days of the apostles. It has meant the conversion of hundreds of thousands. Likewise, untold thousands have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and have been set on fire for God. The sick and deformed have been miraculously healed. Restitution has been made in numberless cases. A life of holiness has been the experience of those who have come under the blessing of Pentecost. Churches have been revived. A great evangelistic movement at home and in foreign fields has been established. Sadness and sickness, sin and shame, half-heartedness and indifference have given way before the mighty God sent avalanche a Pentecostal revival. And that was by Pastor Rodney Howard Brown's uncle, Dr. F.L.K. Howard Brown, 1905 through 1998, Ph.D. and T.H.D.D.D. And I was looking up here when I was reading Baptism of the Holy Ghost. You know, Jesus, he's a baptizer in the Holy Ghost and fire with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And before I give the invitation to be baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire, I want to give you an invitation to receive Jesus or to go back to your first love, which is the whole, which is Jesus. And I want to let you know that nobody has ever told you that God loves you. He has a great plan for your life. And if you were to die this very second, do you know for sure, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you would go to heaven? And are you are you maybe not as on fire as you used to be, and you want to rededicate your life to the Lord? Or is the devil always lying to you, saying that you're not really saved and that you wouldn't go to heaven? You need assurance of that love of God. You say, well, I'm saved. Well, on a scale of one to five, five five being red hot on fire for Jesus, how would you rate your relationship with Jesus? Five, four, three? Well, if you can't say with all assurance of five red hot on fire, I want to give you some great news. The Holy Bible reads, we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, but the wages of sin is death. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So if you want to make sure you're going to go to heaven, maybe receive Jesus for the first time, or as I said, rededicate your life, or just be assured, just mean it with your heart and say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me and cleanse me. Set me free. Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I believe that you rose from the dead and are coming back again for me 
fill me with the Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost, a hunger for the things of God, and a holy boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am saved. I am born again. And I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. I forgive everyone who ever hurt me. And I receive your forgiveness, Jesus. Fill me with your peace, your joy, and your love. Amen. And as a servant of Jesus Christ, it gives me the greatest pleasure to tell you today that all of your sins are forgiven you. Always remember to run to God and not from God because he loves you so much has a great plan for your life. I was looking here at John 20, verse 21. It starts to talk up with, So Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, their sins have been forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they have been retained. When Jesus breathed on the disciples here, as it says in verse 22 of of John 20, when he breathed on them, they received the Holy Spirit, but they, they were not baptized in the Holy Spirit. That didn't take place until the day of Pentecost. So, which I'm going to go back to some more scriptures here, and I'm going to, in fact, I'm going to give you that scripture as well. As soon as I find my notes here, they got stuck on my computer. Here they are. (laughs) So, in the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 8, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. 2 verses 1 through 4. Now when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Matthew, let's see, wait, I'm going to go back to actually, I'm going to go to Malachi, if you want to turn with me in the Bible to Malachi, 
Let's see, Malachi. And what I'm doing is I'm looking up here at the at, with Jesus. He's talking about what he's talking about also in Luke. Actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to a song because there's a, a train where I'm recording at, and it sounds I don't want it to get in there, so I'm going to go there, and I will be back. Shattered by the fall Broken and forgotten Feeling lost and all alone Summoned by the king Into the master's courts Lifted by the savior And cradled in his arms I was carried to the table
Thank God he carried us. Thank God he still carries us. Takes care of us. I thought you'd appreciate his song more than <laughs> more than having train sound of a train. Maybe you didn't hear it, maybe not, but the microphone picks up quite a quite a few things there, so I was looking up some scripture as the song was playing and as I was going, you know, I, I kind of like this. Uh, it's called BibleHub.com. When you look up the scripture there, it gives you those. It also gives you cross-references. And then for certain words, it gives you scriptures for those as well. So it's pretty cool. Um, I, I'm, I like it anyway. And... Let's see, it's talking about John 7.39. By this he meant the Spirit, whom those believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time the Spirit had not been given, since Jesus had not yet been glorified. So when he breathed on them, they received the Holy Spirit, but they didn't get baptized because Jesus had not yet been glorified. In John 20, 21, it says, Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. In John twenty twenty three, If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. And when he said this to them, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive you the Holy Spirit. And you can read about when he breathed and he, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and he breathed into them. That's in Genesis 2-7. And in Job 33-4, the Spirit of God has made me and the breath of the Almighty has given me life. Psalm 33-6, by the word of the Lord were the heavens made and all the hosts and in Ezekiel 37:9, then said he to me, "Prophesy to the wind, prophesy, son of man." I hear some other things here written about with the word "receive." If you go to John 14:16, it says, "Jesus promises the Holy Spirit." Right here, this little kind of title there. It says, "If you love me." You will keep my commandments. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may be with you forever. That is the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it does not see him or know him. But you know him, because he abides with you and will be in you. Wow. To me, (laughs) it's a wow moment. The Spirit of God lives in me. Spirit of truth. I mean, God, the Spirit of God lives inside me. There's that song, and it goes something. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if I can catch it verbatim here, but it goes something along the lines of um, how great is God? How um, how great is God? How great His vast domain? To try and tell 
these words could never start, or these lips could never start. He's big enough to rule the mighty universe, yet small enough to live within my heart. Oh, wow. That's pretty pretty wild there. By the way, if you want to call in, feel free to call in at 646-668-2093. That is 646-668-2093. Love to hear from you. Questions, prayer requests, comments, testimonies, anything you'd like to contribute will be more than welcome. Now, as as uh, see, I was trying to look here. This is in John seven thirty nine. It talks about by this he meant the Spirit. Who this? Oh, yeah, I talked about that one right since Jesus has not yet been glorified. John fourteen twenty six. It speaks about the Advocate the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. John fifteen twenty six. When the Advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. John sixteen seven. But very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. John seventeen nine. I pray for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those you have given me, for they are yours. Acts 1-4, on one occasion while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. Romans 8:26. in the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. 1 John 2, 1. My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin. But if anybody does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the Righteous One. 1 John two twenty seven. As for you... The anointing you receive from him remains in you. And you do not need anyone to teach you, but as his anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it has taught you, remain in him. 2 John 1, 2. Because of the truth which lives in us and will be with us forever. So those are some scriptures talking about the Holy Spirit. He's everything at everything that we. That's talking about Him being our advocate. It's, it's like having a like having a lawyer when we need one. <laughs> and uh, but um, it's it's just needing when we need Him. 
he'll be there. And he's always there with us, always just wanting to be there with us and spend time with us. And he's wanting us to spend time with him, to seek him and to seek him with all of our heart. To seek him with absolutely everything that there is inside of us to to speak to just seek him with all our hearts and and just knowing that that he's there and he wants us to talk to him just like we do our friends. Just like we would think, oh, I'm having a hard day. I need to talk to somebody. Let me call my friend up. He wants us to call him up, so to speak. He wants us to come to him. He's our advocate, our intercessor, our standby, apparently, the one who. He's our helper, our comforter in time and need. Now, I tell you, I I was quickened and, and thought about how you know, this, there's a scripture that says, uh, you know, the joy of the Lord is our strength, and it gives you uh, beauty for ashes, strength for peace, gladness for mourning. And there's a time, unfortunately, I had to put my, my cat down. She was a lot older, and she had uh, three different things wrong with her. She had cancer, and she had a heart murmur, but more importantly, her... Her kidneys were failing, and she was, you know, she was going to, you know. Anyway, I had to put her out of her misery. It was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do, ever. I remember a friend of mine went with me to go to the vet, and I didn't didn't expect her to be there at all. I said, you don't have to be in the room with me, because I had not even decided whether or not I was going to even be in the room when it happened. But uh, because I didn't know if I could handle that, I prayed about it, thought about it. I'm like, I didn't want to just leave her there. I wanted to be there with her. I wanted to be the last voice that she heard and, and the last person that she saw before she went, um, before she, you know, died. And so I told my friend, I said, you don't have to stay in the room here with me. You can go wait outside and I'll be out when I'm out. She says, no, I, I want to stay in. I said, I gave her plenty of chances to get out. I tell you, that's a true friend. Um, uh, I I didn't expect it ever. She didn't have to do it, and uh, but I I told her, you know, but she said no. I want to stay in here with you, so she stayed in with me. And anyway, um, all of, uh, when everything was done and they'd taken uh, the cat's body out, my cat's body out of the room when everything was all over with. Needless to say, I was crying something really, really, really majorly, a lot of lot of pain there, a lot of tears, and it was very, very hard for me because I just saw this this cat of mine that I loved very much that had been with me over 10, 12 years that I'd seen from young grow old and then get sick, and then I saw her pass away. It was very hard for me. So I just saw it, and I was crying. My friend was crying. We were crying on each other's shoulders. And and then uh, she sat down on the area, and I went and I sat down on the stool. And I sat in, uh, right near, the, I guess, the exam table where, you know, they do everything for whatever they're getting exam, do whatever. And that's where the procedure had taken place. And I remember 
just wanting to just sit there and just kind of hug the table kind of thing and just just be where she was, you know, to get the last little, little just, and just be there. Like crying and crying and crying so hard. And then after it seemed like I took a break, it felt like I just couldn't go on doing anything anymore. The most awesome joy hit me like you would not believe. And the Holy Spirit, he hit me with the joy of the Lord. And I laughed and I laughed and I laughed and I laughed. Oh, I laughed so hard. I had gone from serious, intense crying to serious, intense laughing. And and he got me through all of that. He gave me peace. He gave me joy. He gives he, all situations. That's just an example of 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 him being there. He's always there for us. And no matter what the situation, if we need peace, if we need peace in a situation, only he knows what we need. There could be a person has gone through several counselors and therapists and psychiatrists and, and medicines and things like that, but they have an encounter with the Holy Ghost, and they have that Holy Ghost and fire, that, that filling, that baptism in the Holy Ghost, and the anointing destroys the yoke of every, of every bondage, destroys it. It doesn't break it. It destroys it. To say it broke something is breaking that you broke something means it might be able to be fixed, but to say it's destroyed means it's beyond repair. You can't even repair it. So those people could have gone through counseling, all kinds of things, and I'm not saying those things are wrong. I'm not if if needed. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm just saying that. But their time with the Holy Spirit and their time with him and his anointing that destroys the yoke of every bondage, he can do in their heart more than any that numerous counselors have, have have ever done in their heart or will, would ever be able to do in their heart, their mind, because he made the mind, he made the heart, he made all of that. And so... He's just, he's hes so good. He's so absolutely wonderful. I had a friend of mine who who had been through a lot of hard things in their life, and they had gone to a conference at the, at the where I go to church at, and they, they suffered from depression, and they were on a, a lot of medications, and now... Uh, and normally this time of year, for whatever reason, uh, they would get depressed. And and uh, but now they're they haven't gone through that. They're more confident. They're they've got and they're actually being reduced. Their medication is being reduced. And I'm not telling you. Let me reiterate. I am not telling you to go off your medication. That's something you pray about. That's something you do with your doctor. Whether or not you do or you're not, it doesn't mean you're a bad person if you're on medication. I'm not telling you to go off it, okay? I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just saying what's happening in this person's life. So what is happening in their life is, and it's just awesome to to see the level of freedom when I've, I've seen them bound for so long with the things that they had been through. 
So it's really it's really exciting, and only the Holy Ghost can do that. Only the Holy Spirit can do that. Because I, I tell you, the Holy the Holy Spirit knows what we need. He can go where the knife of man can cannot go, and he can do do that work like only he can. I I just thought it was exciting. I I just it was awesome. But the Holy Spirit, he he wants to be our friend. He wants to inc- he wants us to include him in everything, every area of our life. Every area. He's so wonderful and so precious and so good and kind and loving and he's just awesome. I just am so glad he's a part of my life. You know, as as I was looking at the book of Acts and chapter 2, verses 1 through 4 that I read, and it said, as I was looking at it, it says, Now when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. So basically being in one accord means that they were that they were in unity. And so they were without strife, without division, without arguing, without without they were just in unity, in one accord. And suddenly <laughs> Sound from heaven as of a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared unto them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So it's important for us to be, to be, um, as I was saying, to be with one accord because because um, because it is it's just if we're gonna be you know if you've ever been around somebody that's just just they're always arguing or or just um, they're just not. They're not. Uh, they're just always. There's always something that they're that they're gonna just argue with you. But you say it's black. They say it's white. You say it's gray. They say it's yellow. <laughs> it just doesn't matter what it is. But uh, it's just. Um, I don't know. It just. It doesn't. It doesn't help matter. You can be around a person. And they could be so full of the Holy Ghost and fire. You just want to be around them forever. You just want to. Be around them because they're so full of life and so full of the spirit and and so loving that that they just uh, <clears throat> excuse me that they they want to that that you want they make you want to be more like God so they want they make you want to be more like Him. And you can be around them, and they're refreshing. But then, 
you go and you're around somebody else, and they're just they just like a weight. They're like a burden, and they drag you down. <clears throat> I feel a tickle in my throat, and I feel a little coughing spell coming on. So I'm going to go to a song, get some water, and be right back, so I don't cough in your ear.
sun has set you free. You are free indeed. The sun has set you free. If you want to turn with me, your Bible's at Malachi 3.2. It reads, But who may abide the day of his coming? And who shall stand when he appeareth? For he is like a refiner's fire and like fuller's soap. I actually looked that up in the New King James Version. I don't get so stuck on the these and the those. And in the New King James, it says, But who can endure the day of his coming? And who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire and like a wanderer's soap. Matthew 3.11. i put that down there. Let's see here. Matthew 3.11. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. This is John speaking, Jesus' cousin, uh, often referred to as John the Baptist. Uh, uh, He says, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He, and he's referring to Jesus, will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Luke 3.16 John answered, saying to all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I is coming, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to loose. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. So I was talking earlier about how when Jesus breathed on them, they, they and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Yes, they received the Holy Spirit, but they they um, they didn't uh, they weren't baptized with, with the Holy Spirit. So there's there's a big difference. Baptized with the Holy Spirit, the evidence of speaking in other tongues, and I've read you a lot of scriptures with that. And now I'm going to. And also, when when Pastor Ronnie's uncle had written that article, Dr. F. L. K. Howard Brown, when he wrote the the article, what about Pentecost? And he said, uh, it has meant the conversion of hundreds of thousands. Likewise, untold thousands have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and been set on fire for God. And uh, that's uh, their heart has been, it's it's like a spiritual fire. Uh, Some of you may have tuned in. I know I have a, a wide array of different listeners and at different parts in their life, some are searching uh, different religions, different denominations, just different things, just looking and searching for the truth and to find it. So I don't want you to think that that the Holy Spirit literally sets people on fire physically, but he, what he does is he baptizes, it's an infilling, and the Holy Spirit, he fills them with his presence, 
and then the the fire of God in uh spiritually you're set on fire there's the there's a African preacher who says dip me lord in the dip me in the kerosene of your holy spirit lord and set my heart ablaze that I may burn for you so it's it's talking spiritual realm not physical I was looking at that and now that I've read all those scriptures and and I've talked a little bit at, to build your faith up about baptism in the Holy Ghost and fire, and that Jesus is a baptizer with the Holy Ghost and fire. <clears throat> oh, and on a little side note here, if I cut to music, if I cut to a song, all of a sudden, it just means that I had a little, little uh, coughing fit there, tickling my throat. I think it's just. A lot of pollen out in the air. There's a high pollen count, and out there walking earlier, you could literally see these little look like little little pieces of cotton, just a whole bunch of them everywhere. But I think that might be what's kind of got me a little bit on the uh, throat tickle there. But <laughs> if I need to, and I cut right to a song, you know why? But uh, you know the. Being baptized with the Holy Ghost and, and fire, having our prayer language empowers us. It's a direct hotline to heaven. It's uh, just directly directly to him. The devil doesn't know what we're talking about. We don't know what we're talking about, but we're praying the perfect will of of the Holy Spirit. We're praying the perfect will of of our Father. And so... And also it, it uh, says that build build yourself up and in your most holy faith by speaking speaking in tongues with you know with uh, edify yourself. So I want to give you the the opportunity to receive the Holy Spirit, the baptism, I should say, of the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Now, if you'd like this wonderful gift from the precious Holy Spirit, just repeat this after me, this prayer. You've already been saved. If you prayed the prayer a few moments ago to receive Jesus, then you're already saved. You're, all your sins are as far as the east is from the west, and they're on the bottom of the sea of forgetfulness, never to, never to be, again, they're just washed away by the blood of Jesus. If you want to make sure you're going to go to heaven, I'm, wait, I went to a part. If you want to be baptized with the Holy Spirit, then just just say this after me. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus, you're the baptizer in the Holy Ghost and fire. And I'm asking you to baptize me with the Holy Spirit and fire with the evidence speaking in other tongues. Amen. I just, when, what you're going to do is you're going to just not pray in any language that you know, not English, Spanish, whatever the language you know. Don't pray in that. Just open your mouth like you would as if you're going to speak by faith. Let the Holy Spirit take control of your vocal cords and it may not, it's, well, it's going to make no sense to your head at all, but it will to your spirit. So just, just, uh, just trust him and let him fill fill your mouth, like on the day of Pentecost. 
And on the count of three, just start, just open your mouth and just start praying. One, two, three. There you go. Louder, louder. There you go. There you go. Keep praying. That's it. You got it. You got your prayer language. You got your prayer language. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for their prayer language. Now, you may just have a couple of syllables or a couple of, just, a couple of syllables like that, and you may just be... be um, you know, it may seem like you just have a couple of syllables. You just keep saying that over and over again. Before you know it, you get a couple more syllables, a couple more. You'll be fluent in your heavenly language, and and uh, you will be you will be before you just let the Holy Spirit speak through you. Let Him pray His perfect will over your life, and and uh, if you haven't got your prayer language yet, don't fret. No worries. Because stand in faith is a promise of his, and it will come to pass. Just You might be doing something during the day that you're not even really thinking of, and you're just doing it maybe a chore, like doing the dishes, and all of a sudden you start praying in tongues, and you're not even thinking about it, probably because you got your head out of the way. I say that with love, but it happens a lot of times. Our head gets in the way a lot. But, uh... I'm excited for you, and I'm excited for the ones that even didn't get it just yet, because it's going to come. It is. It's a promise, and it will happen. So, there's a pastor was telling a story about how he was just praying in tongues, and and, uh, somebody came up to him, and after the service, I guess it was, and asked him if he spoke Spanish. He said, no. He says, well, you were speaking perfect Spanish when you were praying in tongues. And he says, well, what was I saying? And I think he was like, come to the paradise, come to the paradise, come to the paradise of God, or something similar like that. So it was pretty, pretty, it's pretty awesome. Sometimes we can be praying in tongues, and somebody else, we're actually speaking perfect uh, language, their perfect language and, and saying what only God knows will touch their heart. And there was another time Pastor was preaching and and he was just just felt led to pray in tongues and, and uh he was in um I think uh where was it? Um I'm trying to think of where it was at. It was um bear with me here, I'm trying to think where it was. There was there was this there's um this preacher there and he has felt to just he was a pastor and he didn't want to give up but he was very very tempted to give up because he he was just just saying this were not going well for him and uh He was he was just tempted to do that, and then all of a sudden uh, he hears his own language, and uh, I think it was in Papua New Guinea, because in Papua New Guinea um, they've got actually uh, I mean this this person came up to to pa- the pastor afterwards and or maybe it was some time later but they came. 
um, they came up to him and uh, they they were they told him they they said that you 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 spoke you spoke my language and you spoke it perfectly and you, and 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 you were just worshiping God and they said that I I I knew that you didn't speak that that language because Papa Papa New Guinea has has um has I think over 120 languages not dialects but actual languages so it's uh it's um so it's got like 120 different languages, and uh, maybe it's 820. But it's a lot of different languages. But this it 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 helped this pastor not to quit because he's, he says, well, if the Lord can can do this through through the pastor and have him speak in my language while he's praying in tongues and. And I, I, I won't quit. So he didn't quit the ministry, and a lot of times, like I said, a lot of times where some other people can hear us, the the majority of the time, the majority of the time, they don't understand, we don't understand. So it's a, it's a wonderful, awesome thing. Now, when the Lord has touched us and we've been filled with the Holy Spirit. And he's done a work in our lives. It's our job then to go out and minister to other people and let them know, and let them know about Jesus and and how awesome he is. It says in Matthew nine thirty seven through thirty eight. This is in the Amplified Bible. It says, "Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is indeed plentiful, but the laborers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest." to force out and thrust laborers into his harvest. 2 Corinthians 5, 18 through 20. But all things are from God, who through Jesus Christ reconciled us to himself, received us into favor, brought us into harmony with himself, and gave to us the ministry of reconciliation, that by word and deed, we might aim to bring others into harmony with him. It was God personally present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself, not counting up and holding against men their trespasses, but canceling them and committing to us the message of reconciliation as a restoration to favor. So we are Christ's ambassadors, God's make, God making his appeal, as it were, through us. We, as Christ's personal representatives, beg you for his sake to lay hold of the di- divine favor now offered you and be reconciled to God. So we, you and I, now that we have the Holy, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we're saved, we have Jesus in our heart, now it's up to us, it's, it's us as the ambassador 
with God, his representative, to let to let a lost and dying world know how much they're loved by Jesus, how much he loves them, and that he sent Jesus, his only son, to die for them, that they may they may not be lost forever. So, you know, I mean, do everything in your power to do the Great Commission. Tell the world about Jesus. Tell your world about Jesus. And I know that that they will truly be thankful. And especially when when they end up in heaven and not hell. So it's very important. Very, very, very important, and to pray for the salvation of others. And and if you need soul-winning tools, as I said earlier, you can go to revival.com, and you can you can go there, and you can you can get you can go on that page, and you can find all kinds of soul-winning tools that give you ideas. So tonight was a different kind of message, and uh, the treasure really, it's about my treasure. The the topic is my treasure, and I guess, really, if you want to, you want to, you're wondering where the treasure is, the treasure is the wonderful, sweet Holy Spirit has been given to us. Now... I want to let you know if you want to learn if you, you feel you have the call of God on your life you want to learn more about the Holy Spirit about Jesus about the Bible then got wonderful schools uh, the River Bible Institute and the River School of Government the River School of Worship and you can check those out at the the River Bible Institute dot com river school of worship dot com river school of government dot com and if if finances have been a problem for you then I wanna let you for you know going to school maybe tuition and, and all of that gives me great pleasure to tell you that I have been authorized by the school to give you a full scholarship, free scholarship, you don't have to pay it back. For I can give you a scholarship for the River School of Worship and the River Bible Institute. At this time, they're not giving scholarships for the River School of Government, but don't let, don't let that stop you if you're interested in doing that. Because the the River School, if God's called you to do it, it will happen. Trust me, it will happen. He will provide all of the resources, all all the things that you need. And so don't let that stop you. But I'm excited to, to give you that scholarship for the River School of Worship and the River Bible Institute. And uh, if you know somebody that has a call of God on their life, you, you feel free to give them a scholarship. And they can give somebody else a scholarship, but it keeps going and going and going. It's a ripple effect, and and so I'm excited to have 
let you have it, you just can call 866-857-4837. That's 866-857-4837. You can call them for prayer, and you can also call them for for uh you can call them and let them know that Deborah from Fire Talk Radio gave you a scholarship through the to the River Bible Institute or the River School of Worship and so you just let them let them know that and I was trying to look up a direct line for you here, a direct phone number. Here we go. There is telephone numbers 813-899-0085. That's 813-899-0085. And the fax number is 813-971-0107. That fax number is 813 813- Nine seven one zero one zero seven. The email is rbi at revival dot com. You spell it R like Robert, B like boy, I like India. At revival, R E V like Victor, I like India, V like Victor, A like Apple, L like Love dot com. You can check all out all of this online as well, like I was saying, and just check that out and let your friends know about it, and you'll you'll you won't be the same. I know I'm not the same as when I, I was first walked in those doors. That's for sure. Now, if you have any prayer requests, testimonies, comments, questions, feel free to email me at fire talk radio two. That's the number two at yahoo.com. That's Fire Talk Radio 2 at yahoo.com. Also, I'd love to have you follow me on my homepage at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Fire Talk Radio 2. That's number two. It says blogtalkradio.com forward slash Fire Talk Radio 2, number 2. And like my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Fire Talk Radio 2. <laughs> so I'd love to have you have you uh, be part of, part of those resources and part of the way of, of keeping in touch with each other or just finding out what's going on, especially when you follow you follow me on the blog talk page, it lets you know every time there's a show. And you can also go to twitter dot com forward slash fire underscore talk radio two. That's with a number two. So that's twitter dot com forward slash fire underscore talk radio two. Check it out over there and follow me on there. I'd love to have you. So I've got about three minutes left. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I need to tell you. Um, 
I think that's just about everything. Just about, so... Yeah, it's again, pretty much is. And if I forget anything, I'll include it in tomorrow's show, which is at 8 o'clock. I'll be continuing my teaching on the authority of the believer. So, um, but, excuse me, like I said, it's the pollen. (laughs) And believe me, it's in the air floating around like little bits of cotton. It's, it's going to tickle your throat. But, um, Hey, I want to let you know, God loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. Did I tell you he loves you? He loves you. He loves you so, so much. He loves you so much he came down to earth in the form of a man just for you, form of Jesus. Jesus. But uh, he, he loves you. You're important to him. You're important to me. You're an awesome person. You're wonderful. And you're accepted in the beloved. He's got great plans for you. And read Psalm 139 when you get a chance. Psalm 139. And, and you know, Jesus, he, he rejoices over you with singing. Great rejoicing over you. And if you looked in a crowd and, and looked at you, you hate, it would be like you were the only person in the crowd, in the world to him. He loves you so much. And and receive his love. It's freely. Freely receive it. Because you do deserve it, no matter what's been spoken over in your life by people who have spoken negativity over your life and say you don't deserve anything good, you do deserve God's love because if he didn't think you were worth it, he wouldn't have come. If you were the only one in the world, God still would have come in the form of Jesus and suffered everything that he did but triumphing over in victory over death and hell and Satan making a public display of Satan, a spectacle of him. He would have done it all over again just for you. I look forward until we, we meet again on this show, which will be tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand and envelop you in his love.
Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.